0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the icebox pod. Uh this is episode number 72. Um I don't know what we're gonna get into today, but it seems like there's kind of a lot going on in the hobby between shows. I'm getting ready to go to Chicago, which I actually mm. didn't tell you yet. So No,
1: you didn't. We didn't didn't get that in my pre show briefing.
0: No, but yeah, I'm actually pretty excited for that. I've never been to the spectacular, so
1: that'll be awesome. Have you been or you
0: were were considering going or something?
1: Yeah, I was going to try, but I didn't have a pre-bought ticket. And then I learned that you would wait three hours in line to buy a ticket at the gate if you didn't have a pre-bought. And then I bailed.
0: I also do not have a pre-bought ticket as of now. So I'm going to figure something out. I don't know.
1: I also like was only going to be able to make it for like a couple, like an hour or two. So like. It, just my whole window to like be at the show got wiped out by that.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna do much in there, um, if you're only in there for an hour. You'd be, I'd be panicking if I was in there for an hour.
1: Oh yeah, you'd just be like running frantically.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how you make like a good buy, or like a good deal if you're just. Oh running. no,
1: you can't. There's no time to negotiate, really, at all. No, yeah. There's no time to take a spin and come back later. There's oh, yeah, no definitely. comeback later.
0: No, there's no comeback later. Coming back later at those shows is pretty much impossible anyways because it's like there's just never-ending tables. So it's like you're almost playing the lottery of like whether you can even find the table to like come back. Like I remember I was looking for this Brady card at the National that I passed on and circled back took me like a half hour just to find the table and i like and i really knew like i took a picture of it it's like i knew and it was in i will say though in atlantic city they did such a good job of that oh really yeah they had huge banners so all the tables were in rows and they had huge banners above each row saying the numbers for each table so like you could be Like somebody could call me and be like, I'm at table like 700 and whatever. And I could look at the sign and be like, okay, well, I see 700, I see 800. So they're probably like somewhere in there and just go find them. Wow, that's actually really nice. Yeah, Chicago is not that way for the national. If you passed on something, you were officially passing. (laughs) It was gone. You
1: were officially passing. Well, hopefully the show produces some good stuff for you. What, are you trying to just buy buy bulk good deals?
0: Yeah, pretty much just good deals. I don't know. I don't... There's just really not too much I want for, like, my PC, really, anymore. Like, I might bring a couple big cards of my PC down, like, just in case there's something, but I don't know. There's not really... There's no specific cards I'm looking for, so... Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of fun, because then it's just whatever sticks out. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind a Dennis Rodman uh, Kaboom.
1: I didn't even know those existed. What year are they? Are they multiple years?
0: No, that's why I kind of like them. It's only one year, and they're actually super hard to find, but they just go for a little too much for me to like.
1: Are they an early year? Are they like pre-17?
0: Yeah, it's 14.
1: Yeah, that's those 14s are extremely SP, I believe. Or wait, yeah, wait, wait. Is 14 first year? Second. Is that the year that's extremely SP, or is it 15? Yeah,
0: yeah, 14 is so SP. That's the one with that LeBron, I remember. I have the, yeah, I have the LeBron. The last Rodman went for just under 700.
1: Oh, I mean. For, for Rodman, that's a, a chunk of change.
0: Yeah, it's it's not like ridiculous, but I don't know. I feel like I have to love the card to spend $500 on a Rodman card. Or 700 yeah. on. But if I found one for a good deal, maybe I would just... It would be an impulse buy, for sure.
1: Yeah, you definitely need to like the card a ton to spend that much on a Rodman.
0: Yeah, so I guess for the listeners... You might find a sucker for a Dennis Rodman.
1: Yeah, listeners, if you're there, this episode will be out before Chicago shows. So people have a chance to listen. Line up their Dennis Rodman's get rich off you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. There might be a sucker in Chicago for one of those.
1: Maybe. Just maybe. Yeah.
0: Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. We'll have to see. Well, that's pretty cool, though. I wish you luck.
0: Yeah. What have you been working on?
1: Huh? Honestly, consignment went out, got paid. Uh, Well, I haven't been paid yet. They reached out. So my stuff ended on Thursday and then on Sunday. Today is Monday. They reached out, sent me a DM, said, hey, this is what your stuff sold for. This is your payout. And I said, sounds good. And I am anticipating money by Friday, probably. Maybe Monday.
0: So your stuff ended on two different days.
1: Yeah, because they screwed up the listing on one of the oh. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, that's I mean, right. in, in their defense, it did not say it on the slab. And you would, you would have to know about Yu-Gi-Oh cards to be able to look at it and see which one it was. Because it was not labeled with the rarity. And I think they just looked on eBay and were like, oh, this rarity. And I mean, the rarity they said was the wrong one. So then I had to correct them. So they delisted it, relisted it.
0: Right. I do remember you um, talking about that.
1: Yeah. I was trying to just get some cash, you know, to fund some of the recent purchases, which I did. I got, I'm not going to lie, those jambalayas that I sold, I got absolutely smoked on.
0: Really, for as much as you thought,
1: dude, I got smoked like 65% of what I paid. Really, yeah, it was terrible. It oh. was a bloodbath on those, but the Yu Gi Oh card broke even.
0: How How did you wind up with a Yu Gi Oh card?
1: I bought it from a Yu Gi Oh YouTuber because I was intrigued, but no. then I got,
0: yeah, did I ever tell you this? <laughs> no, how did, when did you start watching Yu Gi Oh YouTube?
1: I don't know. I got I got into it just like a little bit ago. I oh. I, I think it was inspired by digging through my closet. I had I used to play Yu Gi Oh as like a little kid. Okay. Um, and this card was like my favorite card.
0: Yeah. Except okay.
1: I had like a McDonald's version that's only worth like and it's beat too because I played with it so much. Yeah. But it was worth like five dollars and this monster was like in the anime and stuff like that i used to watch when i was a little kid but this was like a psa 10 of like the second best rarity first edition of this card and it was worth like 450 bucks it sold for 455 dollars. pop like 23 it's an old card 2005 psa 10 from the anime like i don't know it was pretty cool, but I realized I have no need for this at $450. It was cool yeah. to have for a little bit. <laughs> and I was, I was like, you know what? I have my beat one that I played as a kid that's worth yeah. like $10. And I was like, that'll be just fine for me. So I sold it.
0: <laughs> that is so interesting.
1: It's wild, though, that it pulled good money.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it pulled great money.
1: Yeah, it did a lot better than the Jambalayas did. I got smoked on those. The Yu-Gi-Oh card was the winner.
0: That is so interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: The yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh card sold for the same as the two Jambalayas combined. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. So the... Dang. So how... I did not know, like, you... Yeah, that is...
1: I just wanted to sell it because I bought other sports cards, but yeah. Uh, no spoilers because it has one. It hasn't happened yet. And two, I don't need to alert people to the fact that it is happening. If, uh, it has not been, so the deal hasn't been sealed by the time this pod comes out. Yeah. I was intending to save money, uh, save that money just, and just st- st- tuck it away for a while. Uh, looks like the deal might be trade if it happens, but a card I've been after for like over six months might be, might be coming. So we'll see if that happens, but yeah, and the consignment that, was
0: wild. And that was a pretty good, uh, or that card has no parallels, right?
1: No, there's no parallels. Okay. Yeah. So, authority.
0: What, so what was the, um, them receiving your cards? Well, I guess you haven't been paid yet.
1: No, I have not been. Maybe I
0: have. So them receiving your cards to the auctions ending.
1: I mean, it's eight days. Because they received my cards. They received my cards. Well, okay. Well, if you count the, the goof with the name. So they received my cards. They listed them all the next day for 7 day auction. They screwed up the name. So that set us back 3 days on the 1. So, even with the mistake from them receiving my cards to when the listing ended the auction ended was 11 days. It is now day 12 and they've told me how much they're gonna pay me. And... I don't know. I think by day 15 or 16, not business days, like day days, yeah, I would be expecting payment. So, I mean, this is like a 16 to 18 day procedure from them receiving your card. I mean, you're talking under three weeks, including you mailing the card.
0: That's ins- Okay. Yeah. I'll be consigning with them. Um, the payout's
1: not- good. They paid me 88% on the
0: it's great
1: on the stuff i mean the one went for under a hundred dollars so i had to pay 85 percent but or i only got paid 85 but 88 percent is pretty solid and the speed is yeah insane i was saying this on a youtube video that i filmed for, just dropped today but the auction is like pretty boom or bust so but i find that at least for me behaviorally the auction is really good because like sometimes the cards that i would send i would get like a fair offer and i'd be like man i don't know if i can part with this like uh do i i you know it's such a cool card do i really want to sell it when i had already made up my mind that it needs to go and then i just like back out of it so like behaviorally sending the stuff to consignment was really good i needed some cash and it forced me to generate it
0: sure yeah huh that's a, yeah that's a really good experience though. I will definitely be try, probably in the very near near future actually trying that.
1: Yeah. I mean it's awesome. Yeah. The service they when they screwed up my listing, I literally DM them said it's screwed up. They're like, "Oh, sorry. What would you like it to be? We can rename it. Here is our new name that we're suggesting. Does that look good to you?" Yes. For the future, how would I know what that what rarity this is by looking at it? And I told them they're like, "Okay, thank you so much. Like, have a good day. Like, that's a plus."
0: Yeah, that's absolutely a plus. The fact that they asked you how to know for the future is insane.
1: Yeah, they did. They're like, "And how would I know so I don't make this mistake again?" Unreal.
0: Dang. Yeah, that's incredible. That is the so- fact,
1: and they respond to the DMs within an hour. I mean, uh, insane.
0: Yeah, I'm really liking that. That's that's pretty sweet. Well, how did you – um? was there a form that you – So
1: when you, you DM them and you say, this is consigned with MC Sports Cards. Not an ad, but I'm happy to shout out people that have done me good. And you say, I want to consign with you. And then they say, cool, here's a link to the form. Fill this out, put it in the box. And send your cards over. Write out the form, put it in the box, mail the box. They get it. The day after they get it, they're up on eBay.
0: Dang, that is so nice. They
1: said worst case scenario, it's two days after they get it.
0: Oh, that'd, that'd be-,
1: be that'd be if they're swamped.
0: Jeez, that's so sweet. Yeah. I might just send them a DM right after this just so that I have the form.
1: Yeah, they'll send you the form if you say I'm interested in consigning.
0: Wow, that's sweet. Yeah, Yeah, it's nice to have positive hobby experiences like
1: that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I feel like a lot of the talk these days is like negative hobby experiences. And even though my cards didn't go for as much as I want, it's not their fault. And I think they've just done done a really good job for me. So very pleased
0: yeah that's awesome
1: yeah absolutely insane
0: is there anything that you're particularly looking forward baseball is kind of getting going
1: yeah last (laughs) night i started looking at some old baseball cards that i don't know i still don't really want to touch a ton of this 2018 tops i don't know I just get a little scared by the tops paper stuff from twenty eighteen, but I am half tempted to just buy a rainbow foil Acuna again because that card is just insane looking. PSA nine is like hundred bucks, hundred and ten bucks, hundred
0: and twenty five. Yeah, that's a good price range. I just bought um some baseball.
1: Um, oh, is that a fact? Matt buying
0: Tatis? No, not yet. It's haven't awesome. really come across anything yet. Um, I bought a Wander Franco, ooh, um, tops Chrome rookie, the blue out of one hundred and fifty.
1: Oh, that's nice. I like that.
0: Yeah, it was a PSA nine. Um, I got it for one hundred and twenty bucks. I like that. Felt like not bad the last i mean the last comp was like 160 so it's not like like it was just probably a decent deal but i felt pretty good about that to be honest
1: yeah in baseball the parallels don't sell like they do in football and basketball but like still that feels good blues and og parallel too it's not like some of this crap i mean even the tops chrome has been infiltrated with these a ton of influx of new parallels. So right. I, I do like that from a historically popular set and a historical parallel. So I don't know. I'm big on that.
0: Yeah. I felt pretty good about it. I don't even know what I'll do with it. I might just toss it on eBay, like a little bit high, like maybe at like 300.
1: Yeah. Wonder Franco kind of a cold end to the season and yeah, stuff is down a lot. So
0: I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like it was worth the chance for 120
1: I kind of like that. I would like to get a Wander auto someday, purely from the fact that his auto is awesome looking. That is true. So
0: it's a clean it's auto. Actually, um, it's actually stayed like relatively respectable for the amount that he signed. Yeah,
1: it's gotten a little sloppier yeah. as he's signed oh, yeah. more. Like It's gotten a little looser and a little less dense yep but you know i mean we live with that that tops chrome rookie you got love the picture on that thing
0: yes the picture's awesome i
1: believe he's like pumping his fist in the air or something it's the same one as the um the flagship rookie
0: yeah he must like hit some walk off or something i don't
1: know it's an awesome picture though
0: yeah oh yeah it's a sweet picture tops
1: i mean you know, I tops isn't you know totally off the hook for a lot of the problems we've had with printing, running the printing press with panini. With panini, they're not guilt free there either. But right. some of these these tops, chrome and tops, paper, flagship rookies of the big guys. There's something about them. The pictures just look good, and like the wander looks good. I was looking at tom Tommy posted. I don't know if you saw. He posted like a pink. Uh, J Rod out of fifty. Shout out Tommy if you're uh listening. But he posted like a pink, J Rod out of the yeah. Mother's Day.
0: Like, yeah, that
1: is just so nice looking. And like that update, J Rod is just an awesome looking card. The Wander looks good. Like the Acuna rookie looks good. The Soto one looks good. I don't know. They just don't seem to miss on the designs of the big guys and. They just always look good. And I don't think you can say that about Prism. Prism does not always look good. No.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Have you seen the... Um, this is a card that's kind of intrigued me a little bit. Um, partially because I'm a Tigers fan, but partially because I actually think he is good. Is um the 2023 Series 1 Riley Green um, SSP. Hmm. Have you seen that card? No, but I gotta look it up right now. It's pretty cool. He's signing autographs on it. In That's the SSP. Nice.
1: But on the SSP. I, yeah,
0: it's the yeah, the SSP. But I don't know. And it sucks because this is on every card, obviously. I don't really like how their face is in like the
1: bottom. Oh line. yeah, I don't like the uh this year's flagship. Oh, I see the SSP.
0: I'm just not a fan of that design. Like I don't really like his it just looks a little cheesy to me.
1: So apparently every year that ends in a 3 No, that's not true. That's not true. But like I think in 83 they had the face on the bottom like this. Oh, and I think it awesome? was I think it was supposed to be a tribute to that kind of design, but I don't like it that much either. You know, there's a Mike Trout SP like that. I think it might be 2013.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm not a fan. So oh, I don't the- to buy the card because I kind of want the card. I really like the, yeah, like the flagship SSPs. But mm-hmm. and I, I really do think Riley Green is going to be very good.
1: But his Bowman Chrome stuff got hot. If I share my screen, will it hijack our Zoom recording? I am not sure. I hope hopefully not. Look up the twenty thirteen Tops Mike Trout SP and you'll see another cool SP from back in the day. Listeners who are on audio obviously and can't see. It's just a really cool card. Um I think twenty thirteen is yeah, so it'd be third year trout. It's an early trout card SP got to keep in mind in those days golds fell like 18 a hobby box so like there were i mean or maybe like 10 a hobby box so much lower print run and it was an sp and lower print run days awesome looking card an affordable price if anyone's ever curious
0: yeah that is a see- nice card. is isn't that cool There's a couple nice ones in 2013.
1: Yeah, 2013 has good SPs.
0: Yeah, they have really good SPs.
1: If you see the trout like wall catching SP that might come up, I pulled that one back in the day.
0: That's pretty sweet. I still remember that catch. Yeah. That was a big. Top
1: Top just does a good job. Yeah. Other autograph signing SPs, 20, oh, nuts, what year is it? People in the comments, or I guess there are no comments because we're on a podcast, but people could roast me if I can't remember it. Tops Chrome does their SPs only refractor style. And there's an Aaron Judge one where he's signing a card, and you can see that it's like an Allen and Ginter Aaron Judge card that he's signing. Might, cool. be t- might be, might be twenty twenty. I can't remember.
0: Huh? Yeah, that's cool. I kind of like that. Awesome. I think it, it definitely does appeal to a certain, like type of collectors. Like I think a lot of collectors would rather have. I mean, honest, I would too. Would rather have like an action shot as like the short print, but
1: then the autograph signing. Yeah. You'd rather the cool action shot. Oh yeah, th- look it up. Twenty eighteen is the year for all those out there. So it's third year judge. Sick card.
0: It's tops.
1: Tops Chrome.
0: Oh yeah, that's sweet.
1: I mean, it's just sick.
0: Yeah, that sorry, is t-
1: l- listeners. I'm just ranting now, but.
0: Yeah, I think I would rather have an action shot as opposed to signing, but maybe that's. Maybe that's a poll we'll have to do or something because I don't know. I like, I really like the bat down, dude.
1: The bat down's nice,
0: I like that card a lot. There's other
1: cool ones though that aren't action shots. Like, I I don't know, I feel like I'd make the case like the Soto SSP rookie. Do you know? Can you picture the Soto SSP one
0: where he's getting the like bucket dumped on
1: him? Yeah, I mean, that's sick.
0: Yeah, I, I actually really. Um, like the hands on hips Soto too. The hands on hips.
1: Wait, that's like the not
0: that... the SSP, but like just the SP.
1: I don't know if I can picture the hands on hips. I'm gonna have to look it up.
0: I've owned five or six of those. Probably. I really like that
1: car. Oh, I've seen tons of these. Okay, it's it's the okay. one in the dugout for listeners. Yep.
0: You know, you know what one is sweet. Remember the Yasiel Puig one where he has the huge glove.
1: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, that was. I remember wanting that card super bad. I mean, that's probably a three dollar card now, but I I used to really want that card.
1: Shout out to anyone who remembers the. Oh, wow, wow! I I just well, this is incredible. You know, that's twenty thirteen too.
0: Yeah, yeah. That those were. I I remember that was when I was really into baseball. Like it was my brother and I. We were going after. Yasiel Puig, Hung Ru, yeah, and Bundy. And who? Dylan Bundy. Yeah. For the Orioles. I, I liked Bundy a lot. And then my brother liked Ru. And then we were both just kind of chasing Puig. Like, my brother, I think he still has it. He has a Puig jersey. A gamer? No, I wish. Oh, okay, and, okay. But yeah, he just bought his jersey, yeah. Because he, he was... He was a big, big Puig guy.
1: Puig was extremely, extremely hyped.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was electric.
1: Yeah, like, he was huge. He was awesome. I think all this goes to show, though, that, like, Tops has had a lot of success with their designs and these SPs. It makes you wonder if Panini is going, I, I you know... You look at what Panini's put out over the last five years, and you think, "Man, is there anything like that?" Right from from the flagship set, because we're not talking from the extremely high end. I guess Panini's done it a little different. They've their big guns and their cool cards are more rare, high price stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Topps has definitely done a good job looking back at it. They've got. They've got a lot of cool cards out there. They've got a lot of, uh, like, nostalgic cards for me, I think. Because because growing up, I was always focused on baseball. Like, like yeah. when I just started collecting, like, maybe, like, third grade through, like, eighth, that was pretty much all baseball for me. I didn't yeah. really do sports. Like, I remember Corey Seager. I was huge. On
1: Corey it. Seager was huge.
0: Yeah, and then like even Correa, his autos used to be like the easiest thing in the world to sell.
1: Correa uh, was also absolutely huge. Like holy cow!
0: Yeah, I think it was really him and Seager were the guys that you could just get them and flip them so easily. Yeah,
1: both um, fifth, well, fifteen and sixteen rookies there.
0: Yeah, I remember how bad I wanted a Baum, and Chrome. I never got one.
1: I remember that Correa, if you remember 2015 Tops had a, Tops Chrome had a five rookie SP set. Yeah. And it was Carlos Correa. Honestly, like in retrospect, all still, I mean, okay names. Carlos Correa, Joey Gallo, Francisco Lindor, Noah Syndergaard and Byron Buxton, all had Chrome SPs. Those used to be decent. Yeah, I had all five at one point. The Correa was the big one. It cost forty dollars back in the day, Matt.
0: Yeah, I got. That is a big boy.
1: Yeah, for raw, you know, not graded. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then you could grade it for what, like seven dollars, probably PSA.
1: Yeah, I remember I got a uh, Lindor for $12, and I graded it for $10, and I sold it for like 250 or $300, and I was like, oh my gosh,
0: like, hit gold. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Those are, Those are good times.
1: Yeah, just a good set. Yeah. Yeah, they just made good stuff back then.
0: Yeah. Is there anything that you wanted to hit on before we uh
1: let it wrap? I don't know. I think I am probably good. I guess we just kind of ended up ranting a little bit about cards, but hey, some people like that stuff.
0: Hopefully next week we got well hopefully a good Chicago experience and then
1: prism football.
0: Prism football and hopefully a PWCC payout.
1: Let's go. So we've got. So we need the official PWCC recap only at the Icebox pod.
0: That's right. We've already given our stamp of approval for MC.
1: Will PWCC get the stamp of approval? Stay
0: tuned. Stay tuned. I guess with that, we'll see you next week.